Well, hey there, it's Lynette and welcome to This is 50. On this episode, I have invited my very close friend, Sylvie Lintu from Calgary, Alberta to come and share her story about how she left a 17-year teaching career and jumped into her side hustle of real estate. We have a an amazing episode for you. We are going deep into fears, how to uncover fears, how to move past them, and really sort of the steps that you need to take to make the change that we all know we want to make, um, but often we get stuck and we don't really know how to get started or to find the courage to do so. I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, It's a wonderful episode, and it was such a wonderful opportunity to get insights from a very dear friend, Sylvia Linto. Enjoy. (laughs) Well, hey, Sylvie. How are you? Good, Lynette. How are you? Good. Good to see you. I know you are uh, sitting in your beautiful home in Calgary, Alberta. I'm so happy that you are able to join me on this podcast today. Yes, me too. And thanks for inviting me. Lovely seeing you in Mexico, enjoying your (laughs) adventures around the world and living the life you've always dreamed of. Yes, well, and that is exactly what I want to get into today because you are a big part of uh, encouraging me to go after my dreams for many years. You and I have known each other for, oh, I'm going to say roughly 20 years. We met through a mutual friend in Calgary. Um, And I guess just throughout our, our time together as friends, we've always encouraged each other to go after what we want. And you've always been such a great resource for me in terms of whether it was just your Uh, philosophy on life or here read this book you should read this book you should read that book I think I read most of my books all of my self-help books were were, uh, coming from you so I wanted to have you on the show because you and I uh, were catching up the other day and you had told me that you finally left your 17 year career as a teacher and the story you told me was so powerful and so impactful. And I just thought, oh my God, there has got to be a million women out there that would love to hear this story and how you found the courage to finally leave that teaching role. We all know that as teachers, you kind of, you know, you, you're, you, you work towards the pension and that is something that I know you were always sort of holding on to and, oh, do I leave? It's, I've got so much time invested. So I want you to take uh, our listeners through what made you finally, what was the tipping point for you to finally make that decision to leave your teaching career? What were some of the feelings that we were going through? And then how did you ultimately make the decision to leave? Well, I think the the feeling of wanting to leave was there for quite some years. And it's difficult to leave stability, especially in Alberta, where in Canada, where the teaching profession where we are located pays the best, the pension is very good, the golden handcuffs for a teacher were quite nice. However, uh, coming from a world of sports, I have this angst to discover new things, to uh, learn new fields. As you said, I've spent my, my years, my youth, uh, visualize, doing visualization about what it is that I want to achieve. And then I found myself in this role of I hit a wall, it is Groundhog Day every day, it's, oh my God, it's Monday, and it felt like that every day. Love the kids, but there's a point where I wasn't reaching all the the skills that I have, the value, that things that I value in life, and 
working towards the things I wanted to, to do, explore. I, I think, too, as you age, you find your mortality hits, kicks in. It's like maybe I have 10 years left to work, maybe 15, but you need a change. I had no mental energy anymore. It was just going through the grind every day. And pain is what really uh, pushed me to act. And I read a lot. I write a lot. And I find when you write down what it is that you want to do, you dream a little bit, you kind of think, oh, yeah, one day I can do that. Uh, but I did because 10 years ago I came across a book from uh, – Darren Hardy, uh, The Compound Effect, and it pushed me to do my real estate license. So I've been a realtor part-time for 10 years, and it was going to be my retirement plan. Although I'm probably too young to retire, I did leave <laughs> teaching. And I think it was very hard, but I think COVID really helped because COVID did the same for many people. It forces you to really look in the mirror. You're alone all day. There's less distraction. You cannot distract yourself with as many activities as you normally would and it's a look inside of you that really gets you thinking of okay what do I want to do for the rest of my life and for exactly. me there are many many careers I wanted to try and it's like I can't finish my career or to wait work another 10-15 years doing the same thing the other part was I need to lead. I need the freedom. I needed to do something different. And having your own business, as scary as it is when you've been employed all of your life, probably the best thing I've ever done. Super fantastic. Really? Okay, so hold on a second, because you said so much there. I, I want to kind of go back a little bit. I want to kind of drill down a little bit on when you were saying the pain. What did you mean by that? So... My opportunity as a teacher is you continue teaching and September to June is the same every year. You learn, I've done, I've taught so many things, the French, the Spanish, the, I've learned Spanish, I went to Spain to learn more Spanish, I've grown in terms of learning the things I, I taught, but in the end it was repetitive, it's the same thing, and I needed to grow in a role where I can lead and help others. I thought going into uh, administration, I tried and I it just did not connect with me. And it's like, okay, if I don't do that in education, then I need to do something else. So you're talking about going into administration in the teaching realm. So like going to be a principal or something like that. Okay. I see but it was mean. still under the same umbrella of restrict, not restriction. It's well, it is the right word, but it's, I needed to bloom where it is my business and I do, I work hard and I get the results in the end. Teaching, it's very, um, surrounded by leaders above you that you're restricted it's it's the government it's our public system mm -hmm. and my dream of having my business was not answered um the pain you was talked about yeah you talked about the pain you talked about that fear you you told me on the phone when we were chatting you're like i was scared shitless lynette to leave so, cause you, and you even said you had the golden hand, the golden handcuffs, you know, it was a, a lucrative thing to be in teaching and you get your pension. And so tell, t t walk us through that thought pattern. You, you have a lot of anxiety too, when you're about, and I couldn't see it. I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing? I'm, I, I yeah. did not like, I disliked my job. Like many people at this point, I was hitting a wall teaching junior high, love the little kids, but junior high just killed me. It's like, no connection. The kids are great, but they're totally in a different direction. And I get them, but it's like, I needed more. I needed to be part of something bigger. And it's that 
I don't that thirst of more that really pushed me and I've read all my life you know we're led by pain or pleasure and there was no more pleasure very little wow I love that and I learned to writing down okay here's the pain if I continue the things that I do with this pain where does it lead me it's just worse and worse and worse and you lose yourself. You lose your joy of life, your joie de vivre, as I say all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you focus on the pleasure, the things that could bring you pleasure, then it, it, it may help. It may help, even if it means leaving what you're comfortable with. And as humans, we would rather stay in a painful situation than change for something that may be better because we're trained to do that. We're trained for safety. Uh, it comes from our ancestors millions and millions of years ago. So, and again with menopause too, by the way, you hit a certain age, you don't sleep very well, everything is hitting you at the same time, and you want to change your life. It really is that pain of everything that inspired me too. And you look around you, and, and in some ways, those junior high kids, I would look at them, and they're full of life. It's like, I miss me. And I I always remember as an ex-athlete, I competed as a speed skater, as you know, for 25 years. I love that. And it's like, I want to find that love for something that I want to do, not because my career path took me there. And then, as you know, know, you're 20-year-old, you start a job, maybe 30, and you get stuck in there. Some people have families, kids, they can't get out. It's hard to start again. But... I needed to find me again. So I wrote down, yeah. I, I read tons. There's a book called Be Great by Peter Thomas, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be Great by Peter Thomas, yeah. Yeah, founder of Century 21. But I read over the years, yeah. it's like your values are so important. If you don't honor yourself, you're going to pay the price with misery and you affect everyone around you. It affects your health. I, I was sick with everything, cold and this and that, and you don't sleep well and... Having changed this is the best thing I ever did, I've, I've ever done. So, what was the day like when you said, okay, finally, I am going to resign? Because you left early, right? Like you, did you get your pension? Like, I, I did. Me, so, and that was yeah. another, another force that you hit a certain age, you have a choice to pull your pension or continue. And when you hit 55, if you don't take out your pension, then you receive X amount. So that date really pushed me in a way a little more as well. And June 13, last year, is when I thought, okay, that's it. I'm doing it. I took this step. And I didn't sleep well. I would be awake all night, and I was not present in my life for a few months until I made the decision. And funny enough, everyone always says, when you make the decision, the path just shows. It really did. All of a sudden, it just opened right up. So when you make the decision, the path just shows. Absolutely. I love it. That gives me chills. Red and I forgot the exact title. Take the first step and the bridge will appear or something like that. And it's exactly how it felt. And since then, and then the the, the anxiety is like, oh my God, how am I going to make money? You start your new career. And the first six months are pretty much you're at the university of your new job, which is again very difficult because you are used to be, I'm used to being a master in my old profession and you switch to mm-hmm. brand new and you're at the bottom of the barrel again. And you, it, it's okay, 
Let's talk about that because, you know, I think a lot of the time, like even in my day work, which is helping organizations do digital transformations, it's always about the people, right? And it's about getting people to let go of that investment that they've had in either that process or the technology or the way of just even showing up to work, you know, their values. And, you know, I have to get them to let go of that return on investment because they've spent years becoming an expert in PowerPoint or, you know, let's say we're switching out from Microsoft Office to Google transformation tools. And it really was, well, hold on a second. I'm a master at Excel. I'm a master at PowerPoint. And now you're asking me to go and work on a new piece of technology. And that's sort of what you're saying here. I sure you, you took your real estate license, but you know, had you been really honing that craft. So now what does that feel like at this stage? Because you're, like you said, you're kind of starting at the bottom. You are. And and I'm going to say this and I can give this advice. If you have a dream of something, starting small while you have your career, if it's feasible, doing it part-time like I did really helps. It made a huge difference in my career because I've done real estate for 10 years. Having said that, technology, speaking of technology, it's changed entirely in the last 10 years, how you do your marketing. I had to relearn everything, how to do social media, how to create a new website that was a good website, and so on. And what you do is one step at a time, just like you are. And if you fall, you fall. And I I say, I said this many times to my students, if any of them listen to this, they'll laugh, but <laughs> if you fall, just like a baby, when you're a two-year-old baby, if you fall on your butt, you don't just sit there and cry because you you fell. You get up and you try until it works. And that's really the yeah. philosophy that I've lived for the last, I'd say, nine months now, where it's one step at a time. I remember I go to bed at night and I write down things I have to do, my plan, I, you, and I think that's a huge thing. Whatever it is you want to change, have a plan with objectives. Don't overload yourself with objectives, but daily write the things you've done towards your big plan. You're accountable to yourself. I tell you, for me, I do it for my workouts too. I go to bed at night, like, oh gosh, I missed a workout. The day after, I go work out. It's anything you do, I find if you are accountable to yourself or someone else, it it really helps. Um, But coming back to what you're saying, one step at a time. Be patient with yourself. Yeah. And even if you're not up there with the others, again, one step at a time. Surround yourself with people you can model, people who can help you and guide you. And you'll learn that not everyone has your best interests at heart. Yes, uh, this is true too. And that's where you talk about taking ownership and being accountable to yourself. The one thing, though, I, I want to say is, is even though you felt like maybe you were starting from scratch and and yes, you had started the, your, I guess we'll call it a side hustle 10 years ago when you did take your real estate license, even if somebody's listening to this today and saying, okay, well, I didn't start a side hustle 10 years ago. So if I did quit, I would be starting fresh. So maybe it is, you know, continue to do your work, but then starting a side hustle and sort of having it grow together. But the one thing I I do absolutely know for sure is that now in our 50s, we can bring so much forward that we didn't have years ago. Confidence, lessons learned, knowledge, all of those things are make a difference in starting something new. So you're much smarter and wiser than even 10 years ago. And you kind of, I think, can bring a lot of that sort of intangibles to your current you know, real estate. It's a maturity that you can't buy. I mean, uh, 
employers will hire different people. It could be career-wise. It could be in any aspects of your life. Is when you make a decision to do something later in life, you're more likely to succeed because your heart is in it. You're not just trying yeah. something. You know it connects with you, and it's something you want to do. It's a choice. Uh, for me, having been a teacher, and my background, the way I think is I need to help people. I'm thinking, how am I going to help real estate, selling houses? And I hadn't felt that connection yet with helping people. Until recently, where I was dealing with a family not in town, trying to purchase a condo, struggling to, to, to manage everything from a distance. And if I don't find this family a specific home by a specific time, they don't have anywhere to go. So I connected with that greatly where I'm helping a person. And I wrote, again, and I write a lot, thinking, how can I help people? I'm thinking working with seniors where, let's say there's a sing single person, a gentleman or a lady on their own, unable to take care of themselves or their home anymore, I think it'd be fantastic to jump in, take care of them, be, if they don't have children close by, maybe be the, 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 the concierge service between the, their daughter or their son that's away and do like project management of real estate, not just here's a house I saw, like cash my check and go, it doesn't connect with me. I need more than that. And I like that. I like how you're sort of niching down there. That's that's amazing because that I think is is interesting because I think as we in our fifties and older we start to look at things where okay I want to do it more with purpose than just action and so your purpose is to you know help people but then what was that sort of niche that you could niche down on it sort of sounds like that's what you've done absolutely and some people yeah. have, I mean people have worked hard towards their investment and it, this isn't just a transaction I and I'm competitive as well as an expert yeah. speaker I need to get them the best that I can and I'm a tough negotiator even though I have a big smile yeah. <laughs> and my clients interests are what I fight for and absolutely yeah. and if, if things don't work I will find a way to get it done absolutely you need to, I think sorry I think I think when you have a like a goal and I think real estate very much answers the way I've lived as an athlete all my life is there's a beginning there's an end and what's the best way to bring my clients there and if one thing doesn't work in anything in life if you have a plan you need to be able to assess where you're at adjust and recreate your plan until you have success and I think a lot of people don't get, they stop before they reach that success, whatever that is. And I think I wrote something down earlier from Toho from 1850s. Oh, I got to find that because it's really cool is you need to walk confidently in the direction of your dreams and you will meet with the success unexpected in common hours. And for me, I, I, I still remember when I was a kid skating is you have this vision of going to the Olympics and you train, you do whatever activities you need to do to bring you to your dream. Although I didn't make it to the Olympics, I had lots of fun and I've learned so much with goal setting every day and being strong mentally when things fail. You have to have your eyes on that golden light ahead of your tunnel and there'll be tons of obstacles. You deal with them, you move them aside and you hang on to what it is you want to do. I think it's the best way. I, I love that. I mean, I'm, I'm a self-proclaimed, always looking at the destination. And it's just been in this past year and a half that 
okay, I have a goal. I know what that goal is. I live by this acronym. I've lived by this acronym since you gave me the compound effect by Darren Hardy 10 years ago to read. And I, I created this acronym and I've lived by that acronym over the years. And But the one thing I've realized is I'm now no longer just chasing the destination. I'm enjoying the journey along the way. And I know this can sound maybe a tiny bit fluffy, but it's to be in flow. And like you said, you're going to hit obstacles. And sometimes those obstacles are meant to take you into a different direction because we don't always know that destination. That's kind of where we're going, but it's not necessarily the end all and be all. And I'm really enjoying the journey now. Finally, in my 54 years of life, I'm finally enjoying the journey instead of the destination. In my 20s. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so Sylvie, what, have you had any aha moments? Like any like, oh fuck, what, oops, what have I done? I'll, I'll bleep that out. <laughs> what have, have you had any aha moments where you've said to yourself, what have I done? Why did I need to change career here? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, I mean, I, I left last June and I'm like, it'll be good. Everything will be fine. And I started, it's like, oh my gosh, I have no clients. And I'm like, I'm doing social media. I'm calling everyone and I'm embarrassed. Hi, it's me on the phone. And I hate crying. It's embarrassing. As a teacher, people come to you. They need something. They need your help. They value you. They look up to you. Like in any culture, teachers are looked up to a realtor, it's the opposite. You're a crook. They look at you in such a way. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not used to this. And I'm like, how do I, how do I create my clientele? So again, one step at a time. I started posting on social media without overloading my friends and family. I, I, but, but who better to depend on it out of the gate? <laughs> I've written, uh, I, I'm trying to do things differently. I'm still trying, right? I'm still working at it. And writing letters to neighbors, if there's anything I can help you with, with your real estate needs. I walked around, delivered my letters instead of just doing a mail out. I have done a mail out. I know I'm a proud owner of a bus bench <laughs> on 4th Street. <laughs> You're a proud owner of a bus bench? Oh, that is so cute. <laughs> you got, you got I it. love it. You have to try. You got to do what works, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, creatively, I'm thinking, how do I get things working? And you, you just need to think outside the box and not let your fear in the way. And right, trust right. me, it still comes. It's a little cloud next to you that says, oh, my gosh, you could have, should have. And, of course, as a teacher, you can substitute teach. I kept that on the back burner. Uh, so, that, so that was kind of your plan B. If this, if this real estate thing doesn't work, I can be a substitute teacher. No, no plan B. I actually, no. 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 I've watched something, but I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger one year uh, did some sort of um, plan B um, video on I saw on, uh, on YouTube that was, you should never have a plan B. Because it, when you have fear of not succeeding, it really is empowering to work hard to get to where you want. You're, it helps you with your focus. If it's if you have a plan B that's too easy to get back to that would keep you from achieving, it's it's not a good thing. So I tested my plan B. I went and substitute taught in a junior high class. I'm like, oh my god! And I came back in a hurry. I'm going towards the right place. So what? So, so you did test your plan B. I went just to get reconnected with kids because I, at first yeah, yeah. I have to say the first six months of just focusing on real estate is. How does social media work? How do you do your marketing? And you recreate your website. I felt I was working for people who wanted um, 
to create my website, to do my marketing. It's like, this just, it was a lot. It was overwhelming. But then I look at where I was at. I, I put, pulled out a journal that I had last year where I wrote down all the things that I should do, maybe brainstorming. And I reviewed that, uh, I think it was last week. And it's like, wow, I've come a long way. And all of this, like, hey, I know how to do this and that now. And it's, it's becoming easier. I love this. I love this. I love that you have been journaling along the way and it doesn't have to be a 15 page journal entry every night when you go to bed. It can be like even one small paragraph, but to go back six months later and just to see how far you've come, even though, cause it's those little baby steps, like you say, that are getting you towards the larger goal. So what can people expect? Like if, if you were okay and you are, you're, you're literally going to be talking to people that you don't know yet. Um, around, okay, Sylvie, what would you tell them? What would be the three things that you would say are going to happen to them as they make this decision to potentially switch their career um, and to go towards something that is more purpose-driven? I'm going to step back from this if you don't mind. Okay. I'll tell you a few things that I think you should do that I think makes a huge difference so you don't waste your time and your money is – Know your values. Know who you are. I did a, per- I actually, I hired a psychologist and did a personality test, not a personality test, a career test and personality test. And I, I've read all my life, so I kind of know where I was at. I've done a, a lot, tons of reading. I think the reading you do on the field you want to go is important. If you change field entirely and you have zero knowledge, it's a bigger risk. So maybe if you go towards that, destination get familiar with your with your industry first if it's again maybe it's not career related um there's a book that i again i'm going to recommend another book it's called the switchers and this lady is a psychologist who focuses on helping people with their career the other part i think that's important is your motivation is going to go up and down and you're going to doubt yourself you need to surround yourself with positive thinking, things that will get you going. And again, there's another um, um, blog that I listened to. Now it sounds like a swear, but it's not. It's Unfuck Yourself. This guy, no, I forgot his name. I'll find... Mark Mark, uh, Mark Manson, right? Mark, Mark. Oh my gosh, I forgot his name. I wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's Mark Manson, yeah. So funny. Don't buy the book. Listen to him on an audio book. The Irish yeah, accent yeah. is so funny. The humor. If you're doubting yourself and you're afraid, listen to this. It, go for walks, tons of walks. It's fantastic. And again, as human beings, years and years ago, we process information better, stress, fear, whatever it is when we move. So I found walking, listening to things that would make me think and doubt myself, not doubt myself, but doubt my analyze, I guess, where I was coming from, as you move is fantastic, and work out. Um, it, clears your, it clears your mind, basically. Now, your question, coming back to your question, three things. Yeah, yeah and just, just uh, I, I got the name of that uh, individual wrong. It, for, it's the Unfuck Yourself. Is, um, his name is uh, Gary John Bishop. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, fantastic. Fantastic book, fantastic information. Another one is called The Lemonade Laugh Life. Sorry, Lemonade Life. 
and Zach Friedman. And these are all books I picked up, and I, I don't swear by them necessarily, but all of these books give you little bits and pieces to help you reconnect. Because when we're stuck and we want to change our life, it's like you don't see in, ahead of you. And people... And, and you get lost. You get lost. This one thing uh, in Encore Life Academy into my, my program that... I mean, it's it's not available right now for uh, registration, but in the coming months it will be. And that's the first thing we do is we go through purpose and values. We do a bucket assessment in terms of different areas of your life and, and really sort of analyzing where are you today. And then we get into where, you know, it's all community-based, so all the women get together every Thursday and we work Together, So it's kind of similar to what you're saying, surround yourself with people who are going to support you on this journey and also help you ideate and brainstorm around what skills do you have that you can take forward into something new. And it's not just like, oh, well, Sylvie went into real estate. Maybe I'll go into real estate. That's not what that's not the right process. The right process is, like you said, first understand your values, find out what's going to make you happy, what is your passions, and then work your skills, and then working with this community to help you identify the skills, and then saying, okay, well, try this, maybe try this, maybe try this, but don't go out and shoot from the hip and just like go start implementing it. It's like you said, then do your research. Is this something, is this an area that you would like to be in? And, and sort of test the theories a little bit. And then, and only then, do you start to finally make a plan that you can then start to execute on and which is essentially what you've done. And one more thing, so, so. you're going to have a lot of people around you doubting you. Your oh, oh, I know. No, don't do that because they're afraid yeah. that you're going to become a burden probably for them and they don't do it themselves. So, Stay away from the naysayers. I love that. Done it. That's, That's seriously right. the exactly. best advice. Go, yeah. Model, yeah. go find a model, a role model of someone who's who's currently doing what you do, and they can give you tips as to how to get there. Even better, they can become your mentor as you do what it is you want to do. It exactly. makes a huge difference. Another exactly. thing that I found helped me a lot, I think I mentioned that before, is visualization visualizing what you want to achieve. Uh, no, it's not magical, but it is. I, as an athlete, we used to do that all the time. You visualize it and you see athletes just recently at the Olympics, they see their race before they get there. And you can, as, as a skater, you, you could just feel every, every lap, the start and the end of a race, and it makes a huge difference. Your brain doesn't know the difference. If I, there's a test that, pe that they do, psychologists do sometimes as you Imagine you bite in a, and take your time to, to think about it. You bite in a lemon, like think of this juicy lemon you bite in. Automatically, your mouth water. There's no lemon, but your body reacts to what it is that you think. So whatever you put in your mind, make sure it's good because as we know, our thoughts will affect what we do. It affects what we say, what we do, and what we do becomes our habit and our destiny in the end. But visualization is key. Yeah, I love that, Sylvia. That, that's amazing. And you're right. You, there are so many tests out there where, you know, people have said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like hit your finger with this hammer and you're not looking and, and you actually, they, you know, it, it that, that pain does come and you, your finger wasn't even hit by the hammer kind of thing. There's lots, your mind plays really tricky games. Like you said, it doesn't know the difference between, 
reality and what your thoughts are. So that's really good. good. And like the same good. with the media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same with the media. I know, exactly. What would you say, Sylvie? Um, how, how are you feeling now? Leave us with a closing statement around just how, how your freedom, what it's been like to, to make the change. Well, in terms of freedom, I love getting up, having my coffee, and I can go to the bathroom because teachers don't. <laughs> but <laughs> most, important, most importantly, it's the joy. Like, I'm happy again. I found me. I feel like when I was, I feel the same as when I was a, a kid, when I was skating. It finally feels I found me again. I'm loving what I do. It has so many different aspects that I didn't even think about. And it's great. It's a journey again. I love the adventure. And we're meant to grow. We're meant to have challenges. Otherwise, we die. Uh, recently, again, I'm reading about um, this kind of tree. And I forgot where it was. They, they put a tree in a dome. And the tree was not exposed to the element. And because of that, the tree would die. And we're no different. We need to be challenged. We need to push ourselves. And only with difficulties do we grow. So you're afraid. That's okay. Life is full of uncertainties. Yeah. Go out there and try it. The worst that yeah. can happen, you fail. And one more thing that really, the thing that inspired me is I was one day super miserable. And I'm like, oh, poor me. My life isn't good. And... I read something late at night on a Facebook post from someone, Facebook, <laughs> that said, uh, if you don't like where you are, move. You're not a tree. <laughs> yeah. Such a simple message, you know. It's so true. It's so true. But it just, it, sometimes it just can feel so overwhelming. And I think I'm just going to go back to what you said about just breaking, have the larger goal, have the larger vis vision but break it down and it's just one step at a time, one foot in front of the next. And all of a sudden, yeah. And there's, they had to, you're sort of eliminating the risk. Sylvie, you, I miss you terribly. Um, that was the fast 30 minutes. Um, I really want to uh, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Uh, you're one of the first 15 people who have uh, spent some time with me and I really appreciate you sharing your story. I'm sure that, uh, Lots of people are going to get some really good insights from listening to you. Where can people find you if they're looking yes. for a hello, Sylvie? Oh, my name is sylvielinto.com, and you can send me a contact request in there or an email, and I would gladly help you with any real estate needs. There you go. All right, Sylvie. Love you. Good seeing you. Okay. Take care. Bye.